Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm your host, Preston Highfield. Joining us this time on Metroscope PDX is Alex Schultz, co-founder of 4Ocean. 4Ocean is a global movement actively removing trash from the ocean and coastlines while inspiring individuals to work together for cleaner oceans one pound at a time. You can follow them on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They have a YouTube channel as well. Alex, thanks for being here, my man. No problem, Preston. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. We're excited to have you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, if you could. You're the co-founder of the company. Uh, I know you went to college in the, in the Florida area, in the Boca Raton area, and you're, you're a surfer, a fisherman, a diver, basically anything that has to do with the ocean, it sounds like you're enthused by. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So I grew up on Marco Island, which is a small island on the west coast of Florida, and, you know, I was just literally living on the water as much as possible. Um, there wasn't a lot of surf on the West Coast, but uh, we would take surf trips to mostly Central America. Uh, for us, is it's only about a two-hour plane ride. But um, then, you know, diving whenever we can and, and basically just growing up uh, on and in the water as much as possible. So, um, you know, my business partner and I were both licensed captains. Uh, so we, you know, before uh, for Ocean, we were actually um, – licensed captains basically working on the water so that's how we we would earn a living prior to this while we were you know going to college at fau we graduated at florida atlantic university and uh that's where we actually met and and started four ocean there we go and then just a little bit more about four ocean um i was reading the website fourocean.com. you can also follow them on facebook they do a good job there i got a million followers there and on twitter and instagram as well and uh, I saw a, a stat that kind of jumped out to me that I'll start with. An estimated 16 billion pounds of plastic enter the ocean every year. That's obviously a really startling stat. Probably a lot of people don't know about it. I know I didn't before I started doing more research about your company. I imagine that was probably one uh, in- inspiring factor that, that led you to start this company, right? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. The the ocean plastic problem has just been getting worse and worse. And, uh, you know, on our trip to Central America, as well as uh, Indonesia, Bali, after we graduated uh, FAU, we took a surf trip there. And that's, you know, you hear these crazy facts. I mean, I, you, all these facts are all across the news and they're in articles and Facebook videos and things. And, you know, you've heard the estimated up to 16 billion pounds of plastic. Uh, you've heard uh, and on an average uh, it's estimated that a dump truck full of plastic enters the ocean every 60 seconds. And, you know, it's really hard to understand, like, what that looks like. And I think that for us, you know, when we went to Bali, Indonesia, and saw uh, the amount of plastic that was coming up on the beaches and coastlines there during their rainy season, it it was truly mind-blowing. And I think that's when you really have that connection of, like, 
holy, this, this is crazy. You know, it, it, the problem is real. It's not just a bunch of, uh, you know, videos and articles on, on Facebook, but it's, it's insane. And I think that that's when we really, it kind of clicked that, you know, we could do something about this and, and we wanted to start a business that, that could clean the ocean. So that's exactly what we did. So yeah, on the, uh, our story page of, of your website for ocean.com, it's, it's a picture of you. And I believe that's Andrew, isn't it? Or is that someone else? Yeah. Okay. You and Andrew's yep. surfing it up. Uh, and throwing up the hang loose sign, but also it t- kind of talks about uh, the story, like you said. And, and let's dive into that a little bit more, if we could, about your surfing trip uh, to Bali and and how that really changed your perspective from from seeing that stuff up close. Of course, absolutely. So we uh, we graduated FAU. We wanted to take a surf trip over to Bali, Indonesia. Bali is known for some of the most uh, world class waves. It's it's kind of like the tropical paradise. And uh, you know when we were over there. There's a, one of the beaches, uh, Kuta Beach, which is kind of in the downtown district. Um, they, when we went there, that you know, landing in the airport, we went to our, our little hostel. We went down to the beach, and, and the first thing we saw was just the entire beach loaded with plastic. And that was one thing that we were just completely blown away by is the amount of plastic. It was all single-use plastic, you know, wrappers, bottles, um, you know, just nonstop. Uh, plastic up and down the entire beach. And that's when we really kind of opened up our eyes and said, Oh my gosh, you know, we did not expect this. So, you know, we talked to a bunch of people and, and started asking around and we're just like, yo, what's the situation with this? You know, is anybody cleaning stuff? Like how, how does this plastic, you know, come on the beach every single day? And the, the craziest thing was that they have teams that are, that clean the beach every single morning. But as the tide turns, all that plastic gets brought back onto the beach. So there's, there's nonstop, just a plastic flow uh, that's ending up on their beaches. And what happens is uh, in these different areas uh, that lack the necessary recycling infrastructure, a lot of that plastic gets, you know, thrown on the side of the road. It gets thrown in gutters and, and alleys. And, and what happens is when it rains, all that plastic accumulates and gets pushed out to the rivers. So it ends up going offshore through these different rivers and streams. And it's just, it's unbelievable. You know, you, 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 it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around when you see that much plastic on the beach. You know, we've got some photos in our videos and, and some actual footage of us of surfing through it. And, you know, there's so much plastic, it literally was getting caught on our leashes to the point where you couldn't catch a wave. And, and I think that, you know, seeing that firsthand is just something that really sparked uh, a huge fire, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Andrew and I. Yeah, no, I think that's a great story. Uh, I was interesting to read about and obviously a, a, an unfortunate uh, story at the same time, but uh, I mentioned that stat off the top: 16 billion pounds of plastic entering the ocean each year. You refer to it as a dump truck every 60 seconds. Can you just kind of elaborate a little bit more uh, on how big the ocean plastic crisis is? Absolutely. It, it the the production of plastic has just exponentially increased, and what's happening is in in various different developing countries that don't have the recycling infrastructure. All that plastic that they're producing is is ending up offshore. You know, the the throwaway lifestyle is 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 real right now, and, and I think that that's the biggest thing about four oceans. What we're trying to turn is is to show people what happens with all that single use plastic that they're they're using on a daily daily basis. And I think that you know you see these you're starting to see more and more footage all around the world of all the plastic uh, in the ocean, and that that's you know on these beaches and coastline. It's it's the, it's it's crazy, and I think that. As we kind of grow as a business and grow uh, together, what we're trying to do is start a movement to kind of shift people's habits on on their daily use of plastic. And I think that 
that's the biggest thing is to, to leverage, you know, social media and things like that and, and our business to try and try and move people in the direction just to shift away from single-use plastic. Mm-hmm. And you guys have uh, a bunch of different efforts, cleanup efforts that you guys host. You also sell bracelets through your website that people can buy. They're $20. Uh, and kind of the the message there is by purchasing a bra- purchasing a bracelet for twenty dollars, you can help remove one pound of trash from the ocean and coastlines. Just tell us a little bit more about the bracelets and your guys' efforts to uh, solve the plastic problem because that's what the business is all about. Of course. So when we first saw the plastic, you know, uh, in the ocean and on the beaches in Bali, you know, we we were talking to the local fishermen. And we were blown away at how how long the, the fishermen were going out fishing, coming at, back with, you know, very little. They, they're coming back with porgies, some grunts, some things that are not very good from a tail fair and selling them for, for, for not much money. So we, we were blown away and said, like, they are literally pulling plastic out of their nets and, and, you know, throwing the plastic back into the ocean. And we were wondering, you know, why they do that. And they said, because we get paid for, for fish. We don't get paid for plastic. And I think that's when Andrew and I kind of light bulb went off and said, you know what? There's a connection here. So many people care about the ocean, and and if we could just pay these guys to collect plastic instead of catching fish, you know, then we could create a sustainable business model that we could literally bring all around the world and solve the ocean plastic problem. So, you know, we wanted to make that connection with a product. You know, the the best thing that we could do to to start a movement is get something that's that's more of a conversation piece. You know, you want to start talking about ocean plastic, start talking about single use plastic and what's happening with it, and the bracelet was the perfect. Uh, vehicle for that because it was it's something small it's minimalistic it's uh it's a conversation piece you know it's made from recycled materials and it can show people hey listen this is a pound uh, of trash that we you know have removed from the ocean and i think that that's the most important part is just showing that movement and having that be a conversation piece we knew that we wanted to start with a product and, and use and leverage social media and things like that to kind of just to start and ignite the entire movement so that was the, the biggest thing for us when we when we realized, you know, we want to make the connection here and be able to pay fishermen to collect plastic instead of catching fish. So, you know, we chose a bracelet, but the bracelet uh, is is it's our signature uh, product right now. But we are expanding into other sustainability based products, such as reusable water bottle. Uh, and soon we're going to be launching some other products that are pretty that were very stoked on that. But um the, the, the biggest thing was we just wanted to make the connection and have the ability to, 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 to start that conversation. And I mean, you know, our social media platforms have just exploded. It's been insane. The amount of support that we've, we've received over the past, you know, almost or just under two years has been uh, incredible. Uh, we've got, you know, a few million followers combined through all the social media platforms. And it's, it's just been a dream come true. So many people are, are stoked on what we're doing and, and willing to support us on our, on our mission. Mm-hmm. No, that's all fantastic. I appreciate those words. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see the support just going through your Facebook pages and, and clicking on articles and stuff. You'll get, you know, hundreds of likes and thousands of engagements and people commenting different stories that they've kind of encountered from all over the world, which is uh, obviously unfortunate, but cool at the same time that people are kind of sharing the awareness of the whole situation. Um, let, let's go to some numbers here. How many pounds of trash have you guys pulled so far and how do you go about doing that? So we've pulled over 2 million pounds of, of trash from the ocean in just under two years. Uh, so we started locally in Florida. When we came back from Bali, we started the business. And Andrew and I personally uh, cleaned the ocean and walked the beaches and coastlines and, and picked up plastic. And uh, we ended up growing the business to the point where we could hire our first captain, then our second, our third, our fourth, our fifth here in Florida. And then after that, we wanted to expand. And we went back to Bali where we came up with the idea. And we opened up a new international headquarters there. 
And we just recently opened up a new headquarters in Haiti. So between the three locations, uh, we have over 150 people cleaning the ocean every single day. Um, these are captains and crews that are out in the water. Um, we have a total of 16 vessels uh, between all, all the locations. And we have our you know, ground uh, crews that are, are cleaning the, the beaches and coastlines. And, and they're out there every single day you know, and cleaning up the plastic uh, out of the ocean. So we've, we've pulled all this plastic. It then gets brought back to our uh, headquarters where it is then rinsed, sorted, and processed to be recycled. Uh, into new materials. And it, it's been unbelievable. You know, everybody has worked so hard and we've got some fantastic people on the team and we're incredibly stoked on, on everything that they've been doing. And it's just been, it's just been growing so fast and it's unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah. I was just looking at your Instagram page too. Uh, over a million followers on there. The, uh, the outreach is, is really cool to just kind of see those numbers. Um, obviously social media is such a huge thing in this day and age and um, create new jobs and stuff like that is really cool. What, uh, how, how does this get validated? Are you guys working with like the government at all? Or I mean, how, how, how are your efforts, uh, kind of being validated? Um, obviously not, not to say that, that the numbers are false, but just generally speaking, no. how, do, how, how do you kind of go through, uh, validating, uh, your work? Of course. No, no worries at all. You know, we, we make a, we make a promise to our customers, you know, it's, it's called, it's our one pound promise. And, and on top of that, we work with the Better Business Bureau who audit all of our numbers quarterly. So we have our trash tracker, which is the documentation where all of our captains and crews are, are taking the necessary photos with the certified receipts and uh, all of the, the information from the recycling center on all the plastic that we're collecting out of the ocean. And we get audited quarterly by the Better Business Bureau. So okay. everything is, is, is dialed into a T and we track and document all the plastic and trash that we're moving out of the ocean. So it is it's regulated very heavily and, and we're incredibly proud of it because you know that's 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 our promise to our customers and I think that that's the most important part and having full transparency is something that we are you know really big advocates of mm -hmm. okay that's great so and and then I think what people would be curious about is just how you guys go about doing this uh, as far as uh, cl the cleanup efforts. I know you said you you started by originally just walking along coastlines and picking up trash. You'd mentioned that you send some crews out there, um, but it, it's you know it's obviously a big issue that a lot of people think about and, and know about, but don't exactly know what the perfect way to solve it is. So, what are some of the methods that you guys are doing uh, as far as you know plastic cleanup uh, in, in the ocean to solve solve the problem? Got it. So, so what we like our approach the entire plastic problem. Uh, is is you know we are trying to be proactive as well as reactive and right now our captains and crews are on the reactive side that is the human element that we have our teams uh you know geared with the necessary tools such as nets and collection bins and things like that and they're out there hand picking up the plastic out of the ocean and off the beaches and what they're doing is putting them in the necessary bins and sorting them and it's very important to have that uh to be able to distinguish you know what's what's the organic matter and what's plastic or excuse me, what's plastic or trash? And I think that we've, we've gone that route for the entire way. What we're trying to do is we're starting to implement new forms of technology to assist in our cleanup efforts. So we're going to be launching a massive campaign in the, uh, in the next couple months where we'll be implementing barricade systems at these river mouths and these high-impact areas that will collect and stop the plastic before it has a chance to reach offshore. And then our teams and crews will be collecting that plastic out of these well, basically a plastic trap at the river mouth, you know, in these developing countries to try and stop that plastic before it re reaches offshore and before it gets in the gyres. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I see that you guys are offering uh, offering different colors supporting these different ocean-related causes, and can you tell us about that and what those different colors might mean? Yep, absolutely. So every single month we've partnered up with a different marine-related organization to bring awareness and help support their efforts, and uh, it will be each bracelet is for a different color, and we donate uh, 10% of the profits to that organization, uh, whichever organization we've been working with for that month. So we're basically trying to to not only clean plastic out of the ocean, but also bring some awareness to some awesome causes that these other uh, organizations are working towards and, and just showing them some love. Okay. And then you guys are a for-profit business. Can you talk about why you kind of elected to go that route rather than a, a nonprofit? Absolutely. So the, the nonprofit versus uh, private company route was, was, was something that, you know, Ann and I really looked at. And based off of our experience with the nonprofit industry, we really wanted to go with the private company route because of the ability to scale the entire operation. You know, we've, we've only been around for two years and we've been able to, to grow to over 300 employees total uh, all around the world. And we've created a sustainable business model. And that's the most important part is we wanted to, to, to create value. Now, the whole mission of Ford Ocean is to create value out of the ocean plastic. That way we can scale our cleanups and bring them all around the world. You know, the going the nonprofit route, uh, there's uh, the bureaucracy behind it is is definitely something that can be frustrating at times. And and things move very slow. You know, it's similar to, to, to the government. Um, and, and things can move incredibly slow. And, and we've been able to just pivot on a dime and, you know, grow our cleanup headquarters all around the world. And by creating value behind the plastic, we're creating a demand for it, which we then can bring all around the world and, and bring our cleanups everywhere. So I think that that's the most important part is we didn't want to be held back. Uh, there's a lot of yellow tape and a lot of things, you know, we're working international, we're doing so many different things and we've been able to scale so quickly uh, by being a private company. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is it's, I, I don't want to say recession proof, but in, in the event of a, a recession and the economy kind of crashes, um, you know, charitable contributions are normally the first thing that get cut from someone's budget. So we've, we've built such an amazing uh, thing. We're incredibly proud of it. And we wouldn't want anything to happen in the, in the event of depending on other people's donations. You know, if we can create a sustainable business model, uh, no matter what, it, it will be here. You know, we want to be around forever. We want to solve this problem and, and we want to do that in the most efficient manner as possible. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned earlier that you have different headquarters around the world, which I think is is really cool. Um, and you operate out of multiple countries. So you employ around 150 people worldwide, according to your website. Could you just uh, elaborate a little bit more on how big your operation is right now and how you guys kind of work uh, employee-wise? Absolutely. So our in our Haiti uh, location, we have over 100 uh, members on our team cleanup. That's uh, our directors, our managers, our supervisors, and our cleanup captains and crews. And these are the people that are you know, out there seven days cleaning up the ocean and, and bringing the plastic back to our facility. We have a headquarters uh, in Haiti where we process all the plastic and then it gets recycled to be turned into new products. So we have over 100 people in Haiti. In, in Bali, we have just over 50. Um, and these are captains and crews. We're in uh, Changu, Jambrana, Denpasar, and basically just all over Bali. And these are our individuals that are cleaning the ocean uh, seven days a week. And here in Florida, we have about, I believe, 27, uh, 27 people that are full-time cleaning the ocean seven days a week. And these are captains and crews. And we have our, uh, our warehouse and our facility and all the things that, you know, all of our tools and our vessels and, and basically everything gets maintained there. And it's, it's just an entire operation. That's where we have all of our, our teams cleaning the ocean. 
And so what's next for you guys? What are kind of your your goals for the future? And, you know, generally speaking, of course, you don't want to go out of business, but the end goal almost would be to do that if you solved the 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 issue of uh, getting plastic out of the ocean. Or maybe that's an issue that can never be fully solved. Um, Yeah. I mean, what are your goals for the future? And do you think it is feasible to to get all of the plastic out of the ocean? Or at this point, is it kind of a, a lost cause? No, I, I don't think it's a lost cause. I think I think if if we got if if we got put out of business, then that would be a dream come true. You know, we're 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 working our, our butts off trying to to solve this problem, and I think that you know the the conversation is being started. And what's next for Four Ocean is, you know, I mentioned being proactive and reactive. Right now, all of our teams are cleaning the plastic that's that's in the ocean. Uh, but what we what we're really starting to enter into is is stopping it before it has a chance to get into the ocean. And by doing that and creating a, a, a business model behind it where you can create value for the plastic in these high impact areas, we can stop the plastic before it ever even has a chance to, to enter into the ocean. And that's going to be the next move for, for us. That is our next step. And that's that's really creating the demand for that plastic and stopping it at the source. And we have many new uh, forms of technology and equipment that we're going to be launching in the next couple of months that we're incredibly stoked for. And, uh, and, and we're going to do our proof of concept. And, it, and if it works, then we're going to be able to, to bring it all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's our, our goal is it's, it's not a, a lost cause, like you're saying. And we definitely think no matter what, we can, we can stop this, you know, by, by working together, getting a bunch of people and showing them what's happening. I mean, in just under two years, it's, it's been, it's created such a move. People are so passionate about what we do. And, you know, that's the first step is, is to start the conversation and get everybody involved and, and, you know, together we can beat this thing. Yeah. No, and I didn't mean lost causes and it's impossible to do. I just meant, you know, you look at that number 16 billion pounds, that's just an intimidating number. Um, but no, I, I obviously the efforts are, are being made and as far as sustainability goes on your guys's end. And I think that's awesome. And sustainability certainly is, kind of the the way of the future and hopefully awareness is being increased by your guys' efforts and I know uh, it is around the country as well. All right, so for someone sitting at home listening to this interview or sitting in their car, we mentioned they can buy a bracelet. Uh, your guys' website is 4ocean.com and that bracelet helps eliminate a pound of plastic from the ocean. It's also a pretty cool looking bracelet uh, and you can rock that to to the latest party or just casually or whatever you want to do with it, but it, <laughs> it looks cool and you guys have some other... Uh, you said you mentioned you have some other products that you're putting out. I know you have a bag. You're working on a reusable water bottle. Um, what, what else can people do to help contribute uh, to this quality cause that you guys are after? Of course. So the, the most important part is to to be cutting down on the amount of single use plastic that uh, you consume on a on a daily basis. You know, making those decisions to to bring a reusable water bottle, cutting down on water bottles, bringing a reusable set of silverware, bringing your own plastic bags you know, to the grocery store. Those are tiny little steps that have just absolute massive wins that people don't really realize. And I think that you know that is the biggest thing that someone can do to to join the, the four ocean movement and and just this entire lifestyle. It's, it's get rid of the throwaway lifestyle. You know, you use these things one time and throw them out. And, and a lot of the times they don't end up, you know, in the trash going away. Some, nothing gets thrown away. 
it ends up somewhere. That's either in a landfill and uh, at worst sometimes in the ocean. So the most important thing is to cut down on the amount of single-use plastic that people are consuming on a daily basis. And then on top of that, the, the next best thing they can do is start the conversation. Start talking with people and you know, be the role model for that. You know, conservation and protecting the ocean is, is something that we want to, to be perceived as, you know, it's cool. It's, it's not this, you know, something that, that people can kind of look at and, and get turned off by, but it rather be a role model for it and, you know, start the conversation with people about it and, and ditch the daily habits that are, that are ruining the ocean. And I think that that's just something that we're really trying to get out there. Yeah, no, I th- I think that's awesome, man. It's been fun talking to you about this whole effort, and it's cool how you guys were inspired. You're on a on a surfing trip, and then saw the plastic, and here you are a couple of years later. I think you said two years into the business, and you guys are everywhere on on social media and and uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you have different cleanup efforts that I know people can do locally uh, down in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. So we we do we do a bunch of different community based cleanups where. Uh, other people can get involved in our efforts. So our, our, our captains and crew, we do not allow people to come and volunteer just from a liability standpoint. You know, those are licensed uh, professionals that are, that are doing those actions. But every uh, weekend to every other weekend, once a month, we have a very large community-based cleanup that we invite everyone to come out and, and be a part of the movement. And that's, uh, you know, where we have cleanups in Florida. We've done them in Texas and Boston. You know, we're kind of jumping around. You can find all of our events on our Facebook page. Uh, that tells that tells all the the dates for our upcoming cleanups. And if anybody wants to get involved, they can come out with us and help us clean the beach. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, man. Is there anything else we should uh, get out there, or have we have I done an okay job uh, helping you get the information out there? Without a doubt, no. You've done a great job, Russ. I appreciate it. You know, that's that's. I think we've covered all the topics. You know, what we really are trying to accomplish in Four Ocean, and we're incredibly stoked uh, of all the support that people have shown us. And we're just trying to get more people to to join the movement. All right, again, fourocean.com is where you can see their website. That's just the number four, then ocean.com. Also on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And hey, it's uh, it's Christmas season. You can uh, give the gift of a of a uh, bracelet or any of their other products available on their website. All right. Thanks very much, man. Really appreciate the time. Not a problem. Thank you so much, buddy. We were talking today with Alex Schultz, co-founder of 4Ocean. Metroscope is an Intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit MetroscopePDX.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.